Hi everyone, we are still on the topic of book publications in this first half of the season, but today I want to focus a little bit and talk about book chapters. In the last episode, Dr. Santino Rahilme Jr. shared with us his experience in publishing his sole authored book and also publishing an edited volume. If you haven't listened to that episode, I really encourage you to do so because not only did Santino share the differences and similarities between the two writing projects, but he also shared some of his strategies for managing these projects and also writing strategies that may work for those of you who are struggling to find time to write. And in the most recent volume he edited, which will be published in a couple of months, I contributed a chapter. And that chapter expands on an article I wrote about the war on drugs in the Philippines. So compared to the other chapters I have written in which I had to really start from conceptualizing the chapter to collecting new data and refining my analysis, that chapter took a relatively shorter time to finish. However, in my experience, I exert the same time and thought into writing a book chapter in the same way when I write journal articles. So if it takes almost the same amount of effort, what's the value of contributing a book chapter? In this episode, I want to talk to you about the pros and cons of writing book chapters. Scholars Unbound is a bi-monthly podcast or video series that showcases the voices of scholars who know no boundaries when it comes to the pursuit of knowledge. You will hear insights from their experiences as international scholars and how these influence their research, hoping to inspire future scholars to be fearless, global, and unbound. I'm your host, Dalia Simangan. Okay, the first reason why you should write a book chapter is to be in a conversation with a group of scholars who are writing on the same topic or issue. This is what Santino has touched upon in his interview in the last episode. I would say that this is also the most influential factor in my decision whenever I'm invited to write a book chapter. I ask myself, am I really interested in writing about this topic? Or do I want to continue being a part of the conversation about this topic? And honestly speaking, if someone who has influenced my work is the editor or one of the contributors of the edited volume, I'm more likely to say yes. I'd love to be in the company of the people I look up to, even in the pages of author bios. Just imagine yourself as the reader. You pick up a book because it is edited by a scholar you are familiar with or because one of the book chapters was written by that scholar. You are also likely to browse the other chapters of the book, right? And this is the benefit of being in the company of scholars that you are engaging in your own work or scholars who are shaping these conversations that you are interested in. And as curious beings and as scholars, we'd like to know what's being discovered or written out there or what's the current debate in our field. Also, we want to know who are those people writing about these topics we're interested in. Of course, we can just search individual articles anytime, but to have all this reading materials in just one book is really handy. It's good for the readers, and it's good for you as the writer. The second reason why you should write a book chapter is to move your publication pipeline forward. If you have unfinished writing that you have shelved for a long time, or even a complete manuscript that is just waiting to find the right home, saying yes to a book chapter is probably the prodding that you need to get that manuscript out. 
Of course, this only applies when the manuscript that you have is relevant to the overall theme of the edited volume. This has happened to me. I was invited to contribute a chapter that is related to the empirical evidence of peace-building practices. And I have a manuscript that is about perceptions of peace-building that I have shelved because I just couldn't find the time to refine the conceptual framework. It will need some revising for the edited volume for sure, but at least I won't be writing from scratch. I told the editor that I have this paper that needs a bit of revising to fit the book's theme. And at this point, I have to revise to address the reviewer's feedback, and the chapter will be ready for final submission soon. So if you have a manuscript that you're struggling to put out there, saying yes to an invitation that has a deadline will push you to reach the finish line for that paper and finally let it see the light of day. Speaking of reviewers, yes, book chapters are also peer-reviewed, but in my experience, it's not as time-consuming or as uncertain as the peer review process in academic journals, provided, of course, that you have a complete chapter already and a respectable manuscript, but you have to revise nonetheless to address the comments of the peer reviewers or the comments of the editors themselves. In academic journals, it can go through several rounds of revision and you are not sure whether it will be accepted for publication or not until you receive that sweet, sweet email of acceptance. In book chapters, the editor is already familiar and confident about your work. That's why they approach you in the first place. So it's really about meeting their expectations and, of course, meeting the book's theme for you to move forward to the review process and then revision and then publication. If you are quite new to the publication process and would like to experience receiving and responding to peer reviews and comments and feedback, contributing a book chapter will give you the taste of the usually heartbreaking, disappointing, sometimes enraging, but overall rewarding experience of publishing. Those are some of the reasons why I say yes to an invitation to write a book chapter. I haven't said no to an invitation so far. I hope I won't, but I also want to share with you some of the reasons you need to consider before saying yes to an invitation. The first reason is that you are at the mercy of someone else's timeline. Unlike in your own projects, the editors have their own timelines that contributing authors need to meet unless you don't care about being late and you don't care about delaying everyone else's timeline, of which I believe you're not. So assuming that you're not like this, unlike in your own writing projects, you have to meet the editor's deadlines. Of course, when you are revising journal articles, you also have to meet the revision deadline of the journal. But if you don't meet that deadline, it's all on you and your co-authors, if you have co-authors. But in an edited volume, if you don't meet the deadline, it will have an impact on the whole book project. And you won't have a good reputation not only to the editors, but also to the other contributing authors, whose work will also be delayed because of you. So before you say yes to an invitation, please make sure you have enough time and you will really commit to writing and finishing that chapter. 
The second reason why you have to think twice before committing to a book chapter is that in some universities like mine, book chapters don't count as much in our performance indicators. Don't get me wrong here, I'm totally against this kind of universal indicators. But the truth is, a book chapter won't get the same weight as a journal article. There are book chapters that I spend so much time thinking and writing, but at the end of the day, it will not make a dent to my performance according to my university's so-called standards. So if you don't have a manuscript shelved somewhere and just ready to be submitted, you can ask yourself if you're willing to spend that much time conceptualizing and writing a book chapter that will not be considered equal to a journal article. And so you might ask, why did I spend time writing book chapters instead of journal articles? I go back to the first reason, and that is I want to be a part of the conversation, a conversation that may be happening in an edited volume, but still I want my work to be published alongside publications that deal with the same issue or topic. It's really about you deciding which outlet better suits your work. Will it be a journal article that counts more for your metrics, or a book chapter that counts more for the discipline. Of course, it can be both, but in some instances, when the options don't offer all the benefits of publishing, you have to weigh your priorities, your values, and where your career at at this point. The third reason that is related to the second one is that after you committed writing a book chapter, and after you finished writing the chapter, you may have a change of heart that your manuscript might find a better home in an academic journal instead. I want to give you an example of what happened to one of the book chapters I've written. And all these red flags actually happened. After writing the manuscript, I realized that it could have been a better fit into some journals in my field. I was really torn on whether to pull out my chapter or not. And at this point, the editor didn't have a book contract with a publisher yet. So I really had more incentives for withdrawing my chapter because I was quite confident that it can be at least considered by academic journals, which will count more in my performance indicators. And as an early career researcher, it matters to me at this point in my career because this performance indicators will be reviewed for my promotion. But I kept my commitment because I value more my relationship with the academic community and I don't want to burn bridges with the editor. And I also try putting myself in their shoes. It doesn't feel good if someone committed to your project and then they pull out because they think that your project is not as valuable as the other options that they may have. Of course, academics do understand these considerations, especially for early careers. But I think academic relationships are more important to me than impact factors, so I decided to keep my commitment. But as I said earlier, being a chapter contributor means that you are largely at the mercy of someone else's timeline. And so the chapter and the book project itself have been in limbo for more than two years now. My chapter was quite time sensitive and I expressed this concern to the editor, but there's really nothing I can do about when it comes to the publication timeline. In retrospect, I thought I should have not committed to the project. I could have submitted my chapter as a journal article and perhaps have it published elsewhere already in, within the two years that have passed. But I'm also aware that this was not really certain. 
my article could have been rejected or gone through several revisions and still not published within two years. But now I just stop regretting my decision, especially if my decision is informed by my values or my priorities at that time. My priorities may have changed over time, but I should not beat myself up for the priorities that I didn't see coming. To recap, three of the reasons why you should write a book chapter is that number one, your work will be along the work of scholars writing on the same topic or issue you're interested in. Number two, it can give you the push to complete a writing project and move your publication pipeline. Number three, it will give you an early experience dealing with peer reviews before jumping into the peer review process in academic journals. And the three things you need to consider are number one, you will not be in full control of the timeline and deadlines. Number two, book chapters do not have the same weight as journal articles according to the performance indicators of some universities. And number three, get your priorities straight and decide for yourself whether a writing project meets your priorities. Writing a book chapter is valuable. It's one of those important activities we do as academics, but is unfortunately not recognized well enough by our institutions. But we are not the institutions. So if you find yourself with an invitation to write a chapter, or if there's a call for chapter abstracts for a book that you're really excited about, go for it. But go for it only after weighing your priorities, rechecking your values, and reviewing your academic mission. My experience, of course, might be different from yours, but I hope the reasons I shared with you today may also be useful when you are deciding on writing a book chapter. Good luck, stay fearless, global, and unbound. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please consider leaving a comment or rating at iTunes or any of your preferred podcast hosting platforms. For details about upcoming episodes and how to support the Scholars Unbound project, visit daliasimangan.com slash scholarsunbound with the link in our show notes.